Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. So they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain others of them should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and elders about this question. They realized this is too important. You know, there's, there are things that among Christians you can agree to disagree. They're non-essentials, not that big a deal, you know, and we'll even talk about a couple of them probably before we're done here today. When walking the Christian life, there is a lot to know about God, but there is a lot that we also don't know. In today's message, Pastor Robert will teach us about a time where some of the disciples had a disagreement on a belief. These disagreements are usually secondary issues compared to the Gospels. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 15, as he begins his message, U-Turns. Today we're going to be continuing in the book of Acts. You know, we've been working our way through the book of Acts together. And we're, we're, going, to be, we're going to be looking at a couple of U-Turns two U-turns that we'll consider. At the end of chapter 14, we saw that Paul and Barnabas did a U-turn. It was, you know, it's Paul's first missionary journey that we're looking at, the only one he did with Barnabas. And uh, they had made their way across, you know, and, and through Galatia there in what was known as Asia Minor, basically Turkey and that whole region. And But then they, they, they made a U-turn. And we didn't spend any time talking about it. I, it. Just right there at the end of the chapter, it's mentioned that they went back through those same cities. But it's fascinating, to me at least, and a, a little bit challenging, I, I guess, because the Bible tells us, you know, they were, they were persecuted. People were trying to kill them in each of those cities. You know, and they had, to, they had to flee each one of those cities. And then what do they do? They turn around and go right back to those same places where people were trying to kill them. Why in the world would they do that? Well, they did it because they had left new churches, you know, the very first new churches and new Christians in each of those cities. And they knew that those people needed encouragement. Those people needed support. They needed, you know, they, they needed to, uh, to know that they weren't completely abandoned and that even though it was dangerous to follow Christ, that the Apostle Paul and Barnabas, they were going back. They were going to, you know, encourage and, and continue. But now, you know, it's, it's been about well, the better part of two years since they left Antioch in Syria, and they finally made it back there to their home church, if you will. The church that was, it was where the Apostle Paul kind of launched 
his ministry when Barnabas went to Tarsus and found him and said, hey, you know, there's a bunch of Christians in, in Syria there in Antioch, and I could use your help, and we could minister to them. And they, they spent time, they were part of the leaders there, you know, and, and then they were sent out from there. It was the sending church. The church in Syria there, Antioch of Syria, had sent out the apostle Paul and would continue to do that. And But as we look at this, we tend to think many times of those very first Christians, those early Christians, the early church, as, as being a model to follow. You know, we need to do it like the early church did it, you know, and people will say that a lot of times. But here's the problem with that. See, anywhere human beings gather together, even redeemed and, and regenerate humans, problems eventually arise. And the same is true with the early church. So Acts 15, verses 1 and 2, that's going to be our, our focus today. We're only going to look at those two verses. There's just so much to dig out of it. Acts 15, verse 1 says, certain men came down from Judea and taught the brethren, talking about the, the, the people of the church in Antioch of Syria, and they said this to them, unless you're circumcised according to the custom of Moses... You can't be saved. Therefore, when Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and dispute with them, in other words, Paul and Barnabas had a big blowout with them about this, a big dispute with them. So they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain others of them should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and elders about this question. They realized this is too important. You know, there are things that among Christians you can agree to disagree. They're non-essentials, not that big a deal, you know, and we'll even talk about a couple of them probably before we're done here today. But there are things, it's like, yeah, whatever. But there are some things that are just critically important, and they concluded that this is critically important. We have to get this resolved once and for all. So we need to send a delegation back to Jerusalem to go to the apostles themselves, to go to the elders of the faith and deal with this question and get this question resolved. This is such an important chapter in the book of Acts because you see, these very first Gentile believers had accepted Christ. They had already been following Christ for at least a couple of years, more than a couple of years. But now... These Jewish men took it upon themselves to travel the 300 miles or so, however far it was, from Jerusalem over to Antioch to inform the Christians there that they were doing it all wrong. You guys are not doing it right. You're probably not, you're not saved at all. You see, even, even though these Jewish men from Judea believed that Jesus was their Messiah, they also still believed that God was only saving Jews. They believed that, that, that God was only redeeming Jews. So if the Gentile men of the church in Antioch wanted to follow Jesus and be saved, well, then you have to convert to Judaism in order to be truly saved. Listen, if you want to be a real Christian, they said, well, then you're going to have to be circumcised and 
keep kosher and follow the law of Moses. That's what's implied in all of this, you see. Step number one in this conversion process for a Gentile to become Jewish, well, it was for the men to be circumcised. Now, I'm only going to communicate what I hope will be two simple and straightforward lessons. Lesson number one, rituals never save people. Rituals don't save people. Now, listen, I need to, I need to say something about that, though, because I grew up in, in a, a little Baptist church in Georgia. We went to church every week, you know, every Sunday we went to church. Pretty much every Sunday we went to Bible classes of some sort, you know, Sunday school classes where we would study the Bible stories, whatever. But it was in the little lesson book of the week because it was standardized. And, and the, the, I mean, we had some rituals that were a part of that, but I mean, not as many as, for example, say the Methodist church up the street from us. I mean, they had a few more rituals that they observed really. And, and the Lutheran church, which I didn't even know existed back then, but oh, they had a lot more rituals. And the Episcopal church, even more, and the Catholic church. I mean, nobody beats the Catholic church when it comes to rituals, right? And so when, when I first actually met Jesus, and when I actually started following Jesus, I kind of rebelled against all the rituals. I'm not interested in rituals. I don't want nothing to do with rituals. This is not about religion. It's not about rituals. I'm, I don't care about rituals. And then one day, just this quiet, you know, the Spirit of God sometimes will, will quietly drop a thought into your mind if you're teachable, if you're, if you're not prideful. And he did, one day it was like, the rituals, God said to me, the rituals were my idea. At least many of them. And I began thinking about, you know, the Bible and like, for example, communion. God did that. God did that. He, he actually started it with the Jewish people. And then Jesus took it. Right, the Passover meal, the Passover Seder. Jesus took it and said, okay, now it's about me. It used to be about the Passover sacrifice. From now on, it's about me. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the Book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. 
Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.